Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. So glad that you're tuned in and blessed that you're listening here this afternoon or evening, wherever you are at, listening to the program Calvary Live. Of course, those of you listening in Grace FM, you're listening live on this Monday afternoon. And so uh, glad to be with you on this Monday and uh, so glad to host the show. My name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you. I'm ready to take your calls and your prayer requests. You just heard the number, the call-in number is 303-690-3000. And that really is the heart of the show for you to call in, uh, for us to have a discussion, for us to pray together for us to encourage uh, not only each other, but to encourage everyone who is listening and tuned in. And this really is your show. Uh, We're so blessed to hear great Bible teaching all day long on Grace FM, and I hope that you are blessed as you're listening to uh, our radio program here at Calvary Greeley under the fig tree in the Psalms. The Psalms are so wonderful. We're finishing that study, and then pretty soon we'll be airing the study on Matthew but give me a call, 303-690-3000. Got all open lines. The hour goes by quickly. So grab one of those uh, open lines and ask your questions and give your prayer requests. And then also there is another way for you to ask a question or to give a prayer request, and that's through a dedicated text line. That's a different number. Don't leave a message, a voicemail. No one will check it. It's just for texting only. And that number is 720-336-0897. Of course, we want you to be careful as you are texting, but we uh, will go to the text line as time permits, as we're waiting for calls to come in. But now's the time to grab one of those open lines, and that way you're not waiting. And once the phones start ringing, and uh, uh, you know you can be put on hold for a little bit, and we want to uh, get to you, uh, and we want to talk with you, and we want to... Uh, be able to minister to you, the Word of God, uh, pray with you, whatever is on your mind and heart. So give me a call, 303-690-3000 is the calling number. want to welcome all those who are listening, perhaps on the East Coast, the Truth and Hope FM. You too can call at that number, 303-690-3000, and uh, we can have our conversation. But to remind you, you are a week delayed in listening to the broadcast but I also know that there's people from all over the country and even international listeners that are listening online. Uh, perhaps you're listening on your smartphone, your tablet. Uh, maybe you're listening on your computer uh, overseas uh, at the Grace FM website. We welcome you. So glad that we can be a blessing to you that technology just kind of brings us all together wor- worldwide. It's so amazing. It's so um much of a blessing for us to have that. So give me a call, 303-690-3000, waiting for the phones to ring. And got all open lines right now. Grab one of those open lines. I'm sure that some of you got a question about the Bible, or maybe you heard a teaching and you uh, need some clarity and understanding. I'll do my best to do that. 
Maybe there's something that's just kind of been on your heart and on your mind you've been wondering about. Give me a call, and I'd love to talk to you. And then also, uh, maybe you got somebody you want to pray for or you need prayer yourself. Um, just love for you to be able to give me a call. All open lines, 303-690-3000 is the number to call. As I mentioned to you on our radio program, we've been in Psalms, and Psalms is such an incredible study for me, I constantly find myself going back to the Psalms over and over again, and particularly when um, there is, you know, those seasons that can be difficult and hard. I, I love reading the Psalms because they bring such comfort. And as we had on the radio program uh, just recently, Psalm 145, as it is a praise of David, I want to read it to you. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, gracious in all his works. And the Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desires of those who fear him. He also will hear their cry and save them. The Lord preserves all who love him. And so as we read that psalm, I hope it's an encouragement to you that the Lord is great and he is worthy to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable, and he is gracious in all his works. And so give me a call. Give me a call for your questions and for your prayer requests. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. As we're waiting for phone calls, i am got a text question. That's a good question. And the question is, what was the thorn in the flesh that Paul had in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, and uh, we're not quite sure what that thorn in the flesh was. Uh, To give you a little bit of background, as many of you know, uh, the second letter Paul wrote to the Corinthians in chapter 12, he was talking about uh, his vision of heaven. Uh, He knew a man that went to to the third heaven, went to paradise, and he's talking about, I believe, the time where in his first missionary journey, it was we read about that in the book of Acts, um, Acts fourteen fifteen, uh, when Paul was stoned and left for dead there at Lystra. He was dragged out of the city. He was thrown in the garbage heap, left for dead, and he got up and he went right back into the city. And Paul writes about a man he knew twelve years ago. And as he's writing that, he goes on to say, and I'll read it to you uh, for for you who are listening that unless I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelation, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. And concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I will take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and needs and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And there's a lot that is there um, in that. So Paul, after he talks about this vision of heaven, he said, I saw and heard things that were uh, unlawful for me to even speak about. He says that unless I be exalted above measure by the abundance of revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me. So the, the Lord allowed Satan to buffet him with this thorn in the flesh. Now, a couple things. The direct answer to your question that text this in, 
that what is the thorn in the flesh? We don't know what it is. That thorn in the flesh speaks of a, a tent stake being driven. So whatever it was, it was something that apparently was affecting Paul in the flesh. There's speculation, perhaps it was migraines. Uh, Paul had an eye disease that uh, it is believed when he went on that first missionary journey up into the area of Galatia, uh, that he had some kind of malaria. When he writes the first epistle to the Galatian churches, he writes at the end, see what large letters that I write with. And so he had runny eyes. Um, he may perhaps is speaking of that, but just the migraines, the, the pain that came from it. It could be very much, too, just the... Uh, injuries that he received of being stoned and left for dead. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine just um, being stoned and left for dead and the injuries that, that would cause for that? But whatever it was, and there are others that say that perhaps it was his enemies that came against him uh, that made it very difficult for him. Uh, we don't know. And there can be all kinds of thorns in the flesh or just thorns in life that come against us. And the Lord allowed that for Satan to do that. It gives us a little bit, second of all, the spirit world that is out there. And, and Paul said to, to keep him humble, uh, lest I be exalted above measure. This incredible revelation that I saw. And the Lord allowed it uh, so that he would depend on the Lord, that he would look to the Lord, and the Lord said, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. The third thing that we see in this is that Paul did pray for healing, and we can pray for healing. And the Lord said, no, my grace is sufficient. So the Lord didn't take it away. And that dismisses those who come along and say, well, you weren't healed of a physical healing because you didn't have enough faith or there was sin in your life or something like that. Here, the Lord said, my grace is sufficient for you as he pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from him. But Paul says that that I would rather boast it for uh, most gladly in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. I'm not going to exalt myself. I'm not going to exalt in the revelation that I have. I'm going to exalt in Christ. And even in the reproaches and persecutions and distresses, for Christ's sake, for when I am weak, I am strong. And the Lord was showing him and working him, and his grace was sufficient for him. And the Lord allows things to come into our lives to show us the same thing. So we don't know what the thorn in the flesh was, but it very easily could have been um, something that I just spoke of, uh, something that um, that uh, would, of course, be painful for Paul, but he would look to the Lord and God's grace being sufficient. And when we are weak, he makes us strong. And the Lord desires to show himself strong in our weaknesses, not being exalted, not dependent on ourselves, you know, not trying to, um, you know, uh, think of ourselves more highly than we ought to, but just being humble and dependent upon the Lord. Hey, I still got all open lines. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Text line is 720-336-0897. All open lines right now. We got people listening uh, that I can see from online from all over the country and uh, down in the south in Texas and the east coast and up in the northwest and in California and the Midwest and Missouri and Kansas. So 
love to hear from you. Give me a call. This is your show. Without the calls and the text messages, um, I can continue encouraging you in the Lord. Every show is different. And uh, if that's what the Lord has for us, certainly um, would love to just be able to encourage you any way that the Lord directs us and guides us. But love to hear from you um, here on Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Text line is 720-336-0897. We are heading into May, and it is springtime. And it is uh, a time where a lot of us are making summer plans and looking forward to summer, even churches. And it's been a a long journey for churches over the last over a year in uh, this pandemic that we've been dealing with. And I know it has been for you. We want to pray for those that are going to be, first of all, graduating. It's graduation month. And what I understand is there are more graduations that are going on. Uh, in the high school and in the college level. And uh, here at UNC, in just about less than two weeks, there will be graduation. And we have some here at the church that are going to be graduating. So congratulations to all those graduates going to be graduating from the universities and colleges and um, and high school. Uh, we want to pray for them. And, and a prayer request has come in for that. And uh, just know this, uh, but that you that graduate high school, those of you who are graduating college, look to the Lord. He has such a wonderful future for you. He loves you. He wants to guide you and direct you in every way. And he has so much for you. But keep close to him. Keep close to the shepherd. And know that he desires to work exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. So, Lord, in this prayer request that has come in for those who are graduating, I just pray that you would just bless all the graduates uh, in Uh, the high school level, the college levels, uh, as they are finishing up finals here in the next week or two, as um, they're going to be finishing up projects, that you would help them. It can be a very stressful time, and I just pray for your comfort and energy given to them, uh, that they can do the work and just uh, be able to finish in a good way, in a strong way. And Lord, I do pray for all the graduates and those who um, are Uh, going to be going out into the world, um, whether um, it's furthering their education, whether it is um, going into the military, whether it is getting a job, going to trade school, whatever it is, that, Lord, that they would know that you want to guide them and you have so much in their lives that you want to do. You want to bless them in every way. So, Lord, I just lift them all up to you. I pray that you would bless them. It would be a very special time right now in their lives. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Hey, we got a couple open lines. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Cheyenne. Abel's on line one. Hi, Abel. Are you there? Hi, how yeah, are you I'm doing there. today? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. I have a kind of a technical question. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, you know, they know they believe that Jesus is a uh, created being, which I know and know how to dispute that from the scriptures. But in their 1950 edition of their Kingdom in their linear translation, they had the footnote as it being the perfect indefinite tense. And I know there isn't a perfect indefinite tense, but when they revised it, they put it as the present indicative. 
Now, what I want to know is, did they put the correct tense and just kept the lie, or is that a bad uh, uh, Greek tense also? Well, I, I do know this, that they they are not very good at uh, a correct translation. Like, for example, John one one, that in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. They will say, according to their Greek, that um, it is you know, um, that in the beginning was the Word, the Word word was with God, and the Word was a God. And they mistranslate that to fit their doctrine. So they've always had the doctrine of uh, just, um, you know, um, that Jesus is a created being, and, and they've had that doctrine, and what they will do is mistranslate the Greek, and they will... You know, and I'm not a Greek scholar, but they will do that to try to fit their translations and stuff. So, right. um, so that's what they do. So, um, you can expect them to do that. And you know, there's there's a lot yeah. of you know articles that are good hermeneutics, um, ChristianDefense.org that talks about it um, for uh, John chapter eight, and you are looking at verse fifty eight. Verse fifty eight. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, now, and know, I the, have all their all their letter. My wife's a Jehovah's Witness, so I, I I know the different uh, manipulations that they do. So I was just wondering, though, if if the present indicative is the correct tense, but they just kept a lie on it. Well, they and let me read it for the sake of our listeners. John chapter eight, verse fifty-eight. When Jesus says, "Most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am." Right, that's the verse that you're talking about. Right, and they put "I have been" since they believe that Jesus was created, and then they created everything through Jesus. So, yeah. So their yeah, their uh, argument is that he existed before Abraham, but he was created. So I, yeah, I it's, just it's, my question is more on the Greek tense. Yeah, and it's um, you know what they say again is "I have been," um, the the to fit their distinctive theology. And so most Greek scholars, what I read is that it is, um, it's not correct. It's not a correct translation that what we have here is most assuredly I say to you before Abraham was, I am. And of course that's a uh, statement of deity, right? So they, they got to mistranslate it. They have to, to fit their, their theology that Jesus was a created being. Yeah. So, but you probably know um, more as you've done a lot of reading on it than than I have. But they that's what they okay. do, and that's what one of the characteristics of the cults is is the mistranslate the scriptures, whether it's the Jehovah Witnesses or or the Mormons, and they'll twist the scriptures around. And uh, so it sounds like you've done quite a bit of study on it. And you know what yeah. the Jehovah Witnesses see is. It's probably the reading that you've done is that Jesus is just merely claiming that he pre-existed Abraham, you know, um, and um, enraged the Jews to the point of wanting to kill him. Um, but it, it's just what the scholars are saying. The assertion is what they translate it to be is flawed, both grammatically, contextually, and theologically, you know, being consistent with what the rest of the Scripture says. And that's what they do. They take out a little verse and they'll mistranslate it and try to twist it around. Right, right. Okay. 
So is there a reference you can send me to with that, with the particular uh, Greek tenses of that verse? Yeah, so I, I think... Because I, I know that they're, they're grand manipulators. <laughs> but and, know, and if it's something, I'm going to be at the men's retreat here coming up. And I'll, oh, good. I'll introduce myself to you. So if, if there's good. something that maybe you can share with me at that time, that would be great. All right. You might look at christiandefense.org, okay? And go ahead okay. and then and then see they got in, uh, some articles and the mistranslation on it. So I think that's going to be helpful. And then I do look forward to seeing you next month. Okay. All right. Great. Well, Thank I you. Time. You bet. God bless you. Good question. You know, a little bit technical, but one of the the things about the cults that they will do is they'll take a verse and they'll mistranslate it to fit their theology. And it's not just the Jehovah Witnesses, but many other cults that come along. And they do that to try to deny the deity of Jesus Christ. Um, Jesus was not a created being. He's eternal. And in a uh, uh, ch- chapter of John in verse 58, Jesus saying, before Abraham was, I am. And that's why they took up stones and to stone him, because they knew exactly what he was claiming. He was claiming to be God. He was claiming to be the God um, that spoke to Moses in the burning bush in the book of Exodus. You recall that it was Moses when he asked God there at the burning bush, tell me your name, that I can tell the children of Israel what your name is. And we know that it was uh, God that declared that he said, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So he, he says, I'm God. And then second of all, that he says, I am that I am. You tell them that I am has sent you. And Jesus comes along and says, before Abraham was, I am. And they knew exactly what he was declaring. He was declaring deity. He was claiming to be God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So that is a clear, clear um, thing that we see there. So um, give me a call. we got all open lines, I think, that we see here. And love for you to call and... um, Love to talk to you about the things of the Lord. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line, 720-336-0897. Abel talked about um, next month a, a men's conference. For you up here in northern Colorado, there is going to be a regional men's conference. That's going to be May 21st. Uh, that's a Friday evening and Saturday um, uh, during the morning and into the afternoon. And it's going to be at Whitefields Community uh, Whitefields Church in Longmont, and that's Nick Cady's church. He he hosts Calvary Live uh, on Fridays and at other times as well. He fills in, and it is for uh, Northern Colorado, Southern Wyoming. Um, those of you um, that are listening, you're welcome to that. So check it out uh, to the men's conference coming up May 21st and 22nd. At, at Whitefields Church in Longmont, Pastor Nick Cady, and love to see you there. Love to meet with you. Whitefields Church, you can go to their website, whitefieldschurch.com, and sign up for that, and love to have you come out. Hey, we got all open lines, 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Give me a call, and uh, let's talk about the things that the Lord. The text line is 720 336 0897. We do have a prayer request on the text line. Please pray for lifting out a depression that my soulmate will be brought to me soon. 
Father, I pray for this one for a couple things, feeling discouraged and feeling depressed, Lord, Um, even as we know that the psalmist David would write, why you cast down all my soul. And you're the one that's the lifter of our heads. You're the one that brings comfort to us and strength to us. And so, Lord, I just pray for this one that sent in this text prayer request that you would just lift them out of the depression, discouragement, uh, Lord, that you would um, just um, fill his heart with joy and with peace, knowing that you want to work in his life, that he can trust you with everything. And, Lord, as he has a desire for um, a soulmate or to have somebody come into his life, I just pray that you would, uh, Lord, just um, that you, first of all, would increase in his life, that he would trust you in that area. And Lord, I just pray that you would just uh, minister uh, to him. And if it's your will, that you would bring that individual. And we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Got a couple open lines. Let's go to Justin in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Hi, Justin. Oh, good evening. Good evening. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. And my question today is I'm I'm struggling in a way with my faith because when I pick up the Bible and I I delve into the Bible, I find myself I, I, I really enjoy reading about King David and uh, just because of everything he he did as far as uh, slaying a lion and Goliath and and everything else, and then King Solomon because of his knowledge and his wisdom. And I find myself not not searching out Jesus, mm-hmm. and I'm I, now I'm I, I'm struggling with that because uh, you know I don't know how how strong I am in my faith because I'm not searching Jesus. Yeah. And there's nothing, you know, Justin, there's nothing wrong with, you know, really enjoying those stories of David and Solomon. They're, they're so fascinating. And I love reading those stories as well, but you know, the, the new Testament comes along and tells us that those guys long to, to know what we know. They long to, to see what, you know, those disciples saw what, what we know of the cross, they longed to to see the Messiah that would come. And I I think that as you read the old Testament, here's the thing to keep in mind that everything points to Jesus. He would say to the religious leaders that you search the scriptures and in them, you think you have eternal life, but these are days that speak of me. And as you go through, you know, the stories, as you go through the Old Testament, it's all to point to Jesus and the one who is to come. And those stories are fascinating. <clears throat> and I, I, you know, would love to have seen those things. Um, I love to study those things. It's so amazing, the power of God working through them. And, and But David was a man that was a heart after God who wrote about Jesus. Um, Solomon, he had the wisdom of God. And he built the temple. But Jesus is the one that is the central focus of our lives 
as we go to the New Testament. So this this is a little thing that I think will be helpful to you. Go back, and you can read those Old Testament stories, but go back and read like John's Gospel and read about Jesus. And just ask the Lord, Lord, make him more real to me. Lord, you be more real to me than ever before, and to see his love and his provision. And I think that the Lord's going to meet you, and he's going to honor that as you do that. And and to know, you know, salvation comes by faith alone in Jesus Christ. And as you have faith in him and the finished work, but to draw close in fellowship and intimacy with him is what he desires for you. Hey, Justin, we got the music playing. We're at the break. God bless you. Try that and, and keep in touch with us. Hey, Thank we got so all much. open lines. You bet. All open lines, 303-690-3000. Give me a call. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Biggs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you this afternoon. You just heard those two numbers, how you can be a part of the program. And so I invite you to call in. We got a couple open lines. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. And then the text line, 720-336-0897. And we will go to the text lines. We've already done it uh, a couple times in the first half of the show, and as time permits, so text a question or a prayer request, and love to talk with you, love to answer your questions, pray with you, minister to you. We're going to go to the phone lines in just a minute, but I do want to just let you know that we are meeting Sunday mornings here at Calvary Chapel Greeley, going through Matthew's Gospel, and one of the prayer requests that came in was um, concerning singleness, and what we're going to talk about on Sunday is singleness and parenting. It, we're in Matthew chapter 19. Last Sunday, we talked about marriage and divorce as the religious leaders came and asked Jesus about marriage and divorce. And then Jesus talked about singleness, and he talked about, um, well, we see that the parents bring the their children to Jesus. So we're going to talk about parenting. These are very, very important subjects for us in our Christian lives. And I just want to encourage you who are single out there that God wants to use you, and he desires for whatever state that we're in, whether you're married or single, or he desires to use us, and he desires for us to have joy. So the Bible says that it's good to be married, but the Bible also says, particularly as you read Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, that it's also good to be single. And not everyone's called to be single, um, and not everyone's called to be married, but whatever state that you're in, that to move forward in the Lord, trust in the Lord, and then also be waiting on the Lord. For those of you who desire to get married someday, we're going to talk about those things, and I think it's going to be a great encouragement uh, to you. And so, um, love to have you give me a call. Meantime, let's go to Michael in New Jersey. Hi, Michael. Praise the Lord, Michael, how are you're you? On, I'm good. You're on Calvary Live. Say hi. Hi. Say praise hi. Jesus. Praise <laughs> Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 That's right. That's right, children. Um, can I speak on um that topic you were just talking about? 
Yes. We just got um, we got full lines, so just if you can keep it brief. I'll be as quick as I can um, and make my point. Um, long story short, um, that was something that brought a lot of conviction to me uh, many years ago. You see, I have four children now. About had it been about maybe six, seven, about six or seven years ago. I said a prayer mm-hmm. to the Most High because I just broke up with a girlfriend a year and a half ago or so, and because of, you know I wanted to just really focus on Jesus. And I and I was praying to him. I said, Father, if you want me to be single in you, and that's what you really, you know, your path for me, um, you know, you know, something deep inside us, like I would love to have a family and children and stuff like that. But I'm I'm down for that, Father. I'm 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 okay with that. Yeah. And, I'm, and I just broke down in tears when I did that because it was like really giving something up. Now I see how I have my four children now, and like within my soul, something my soul or my spirit knew, you know, um, it's like I'd be willing to I would be willing to give these up to you. To, to be single in you and, and do that greater purpose that you would have for me. So people don't be, don't feel lonely. And, um, and it's a great thing. It's a mighty thing to be called to, to do that. It's not for everyone, you know, um, it wasn't for me, obviously, or, or I don't know, you know, but, um, it, it broke my heart so much to, to do that. Cause I considered all in one moment, one instance, what that would mean. You know what I mean? But so like, my, yeah. as a human, so my, as a, so Michael, you, you, you need, you want prayer for your, those kids that we just heard and, and so precious well, in the Lord. I told the children named Enoch and Justice as well, but for them and also my wife, our marriage and all things ministry related um, concerning what Absolutely. his plan is for our destiny. Yeah. Father, I thank you for Michael and his call and to hear the voices of his children. I just pray that you would, uh, Lord, bless his family for his marriage, for his wife, for his kids. Uh, just help him to continue to grow and um, to be a, a bold witness for you. And, Lord, I, I can tell he loves you. He's thankful to you. And, Lord, uh, I just pray that you help him be the father that you called him to be. I pray that you would help him be the husband that you've called him to be. And, Lord, the man of God. And just grow him, work in him. Lord, just, um, Lord, just give him wisdom. And Lord, just uh, continue to just bless his home and uh, that he may lead his family in the way that you desire in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, Michael, God bless you and your family. Bless you guys. Thank you for calling. Thank you. (laughs) Love it. Love to hear the voices of kids. Speaking of kids, we got a vacation Bible school coming up here in Greeley, so be looking for that information the first week in June. So glad to have the kids. We we have a wonderful children's ministry here, and we are going to be talking about bringing our kids to Jesus this Sunday, and it's so important, parents. You know this, grandparents, that we bring our kids to Jesus, and that, um, you know, just praying for parents, for you men, to lead your homes in the way that God wants you to is so needed today because the enemy is out there lurking and he wants to come against us and he wants to come against our family. So very important things that we're going to be talking about. Hey, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Rick in Fort Collins. Hey, how are you? I'd like to follow up on that question uh, that Justin had a second ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his uh, his. I, I think sometimes I struggled with the same thing, not seeing Jesus as the strong person uh, portrayed as some of the other people in the Bible. Um, and then I think the more I read and was encouraged by other people uh, to see Jesus 
as maybe the angel of the Lord in the Old Testament, the one who Joshua right. had candles with, the one who was with Daniel in the lion's den, and, uh, you know, the fourth person in there with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and, and look at Jesus in Revelation. Right. You know, you just see that he clothed himself in the New Testament as a servant, but he's so much more, and that, you know, thankfully we could see him in the flesh, but someday people are going to see, you know, the real other deity side of Jesus, and like, if you want something with power to look forward to, you know, I just encourage Justin to start looking at Jesus that way. Yeah, and you know, Rick, it's interesting because when he called, we had a few minutes before we went to break, and I was thinking during break, I couldn't help but go back to John chapter um, 11, I believe, um, where you remember that Jesus, right before he went to the cross, he's there during Passover, and um, and it's actually in chapter 12, and after the triumphal entry. And it tells us that um, the Greeks came, and, and they came, and they said, we wish to see Jesus. And Jesus gave an interesting answer to them. He said, I say to you, unless a wheat, grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. He's saying to them, if you really want to see me, see me in the light of my death, burial, and resurrection. And so, you know, if um, Justin is still listening, you know, that's the thing. They came, we wish to see Jesus and to look at him in his death and burial and resurrection as well. It's so true what you're saying that he is, he wasn't just a, 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 you know, a religious leader. He is the Lord and he's all over the Old Testament. But look at him through the, the death and burial and resurrection, what he did for us. And that's why I suggested to go through John's gospel. So hopefully that'll be helpful um, to look at our Lord. And may we all have a heart that says we wish to see Jesus. We wish to see Jesus. And that's what I was thinking of as as um, that conversation went to the break. So thank you, Rick. Appreciate it. God bless you. Appreciate you God calling you, in. Sir. Thank you. You have a great day. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Joseph in Broomfield. Joseph? Joseph? Joseph is gone. You know, Joseph, if you're listening... And I'd love for you to call back because you got a very important question. Um, and what I'm reading is, what is the meaning of life? And maybe I'll address that in just a little bit. But um, I'd love to just know what um, what you're thinking, what you're searching, the meaning of life. Because a lot of people are asking that question. And, and I'd love to talk to you more about it, Joseph. But to say that the meaning of life, um, life is in Christ Jesus. And the Lord created us to have fellowship with him, to know him. Um, there's the spirit that is in us. And the way to know him and to, to have real purpose in life, to have real satisfaction and fulfillment in life, is to know God through Jesus Christ. And Jesus actually came along and said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way. I am the life. I am the truth. He's everything that we need. And so I'd love for you to call back, Joseph, and and, um, and be able to have um, this conversation. 
So, but maybe it's you, you want to minister to somebody else. And really, life is found in Christ Jesus. He said, I came to give you life and life abundantly. So love to talk to you about that. See what you're thinking. Um, carry on that conversation. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. There's so many people out there that are wondering what's the meaning of life and um, and being unfulfilled or unsatisfied in life. Is there more to life? And those are good questions, and we as Christians are able to answer them. Let's go to Barbara in Maryland. Barbara? Barbara? Barbara is gone too, so she wanted prayer. And we can pray uh, what I have, what I know for her son to have the Lord cover him with grace and mercy and to keep him spiritually strong in this hard time. So, Barbara, um, sorry you had to drop, but we're going to go ahead and pray for your son. So, Lord, I just pray for Barbara. Um, You know her son. I pray that you would just keep him under the shadow of your wings to keep him um, hidden in your tabernacle, be a strong tower for him. And, Lord, uh, keep him under the shadows of your wings in every way, being a covering that he would experience your grace and mercy, that you would keep him strong in this time. You know exactly what he's going through. And it is a time that is difficult for all of us. It is a time where um, it can be very confusing. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would uh, just bless. And I pray that you would um, just minister and that you would keep him um in you, in every way, guiding and directing. And I do pray for Barbara, that you would help her to minister to her son. So we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So Barbara, we'll be praying for your son. Feel free to call back if you got anything you want to add. Uh, we got, I believe, all open lines right now. 303-690-3000 is the number to call, the call-in number. Text line is 720-336-0897. You're listening to Calvary Live. I'm Jeff Biggs of Calvary Greeley with you on this Monday. It's such a blessing to be with you always. And so I'd love for you to call in with your questions and your prayer request and uh, be able to have a conversation and be able to talk to things. Somebody texted in earlier in the program. You mentioned a third heaven, and there's, there are more than one heaven. Um, third heaven is speaking of heaven where God is. Uh, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And so um, that is the third heaven. When the Bible talks of the heaven, the, the heavens may be the sky, um, the atmosphere above us, that's the first heaven. The second heaven, sometimes spoken of in the scriptures, is outer space, the stars. But the third heaven, or that is where God is, um, where we're going to go home and be with him, to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. Um, That is heaven uh, that we think of normally as heaven where the Lord is and his throne is. And um, and so uh, we will join him, those of us who are in faith in Christ Jesus and be in heaven with him. Now, not to be mistaken with, um, like there's some, um, like the Mormons believe that there's seven different levels of heaven, I believe, and they believe there's three different heavens. They believe in a celestial, the terrestrial to telestial, and depending how good you were and how much works and all of that, 
which heaven you will go to. That's a false doctrine. Uh, they will go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. They will say, see, and I'll read it to you real quickly, and then we're going to move on, um, that there are celestial bodies and there are terrestrial bodies, 1 Corinthians 15, but the glory of the celestial is one and the glory of the terrestrial is another. Paul's talking about the resurrection. He's talking about when we get resurrected, we're going to have new heavenly bodies. He's not talking about different levels of heaven. So there is one heaven that we will all be, and then there will be new heaven, new earth, and a new Jerusalem. At the end of the book of Revelation, the end of the Bible that speaks of that, and that is a subject for another time. So uh, good question. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Lee in Colorado Springs. Hi, hey, Lee. Pastor Jeff, how you doing? Good. You're on Calvary Live. Awesome. Hey, so I just called uh, to give a praise report. So last week I called in for prayer for my wife who was under the weather. And the very next day when she woke up, she was 90% better. So so thank you very much. And I know that Scripture says the prayer, praise of the righteous prevaileth much. And I definitely am uh, very grateful. So thank you, Pastor Jeff. Yeah. yeah, let's thank the Lord right now for that. So, Father, I thank you that... Uh, as Lee is called in to follow up with the prayer requests he had, um, that you have brought healing. And Lord, we give you the glory. Uh, we thank you for this. We know that you're merciful and gracious. And Lord, I just pray that you would keep his wife just um, healed and strong. And Lord, that Lee would just continue to just speak of your marvelous works to everyone. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hey, Lee, thanks for the follow-up. Appreciate it. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. Have a good one. You too. God bless you. God is the one that we thank for everything. We thank him for his working in our lives. And, you know, the psalmist would write, declare his marvelous works. And he does work marvelously in our lives. He's dealt with us bountifully. And we can give him praise because he's ultimately the great physician as we go to him. 303-690-3000. Still got time in the show. Love for you to call in. Text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Valerie in Maryland. Hi, Valerie. Hi. Hi, Valerie. You're on Calvary Live. Yeah, hello. Hi. Yes. So, um, okay, so I have, um, I had 10 days sober, 10 days um, sober um, from, from drugs. And um, okay. so... But I messed up. Like, um, so I'll sin. I'll talk to God like I'm talking to you right now. I'll sin, and then I'll do it. Or, like, I won't want to do it. And then somebody will text me and say, oh, I got this. I got, you know, thing in 20s. Well, today um, I was offered some cocaine, and that's, you know, I do that. And um, and I didn't want to do it. I had 10 days, and what I did was um, I just I sent them a message saying, never mind. Well, long story short, I didn't sleep last night. I got my COVID shot yesterday. And my, I live with my sister, my brother, and all my dad. And like every month I would mess up previously. Well, she woke up and I could pack. Like, um, just we got this huge argument. I told her I hope she drops dead. Um, she started recording me because I'm not, I wasn't high. I managed the questions. Well, she said, well, you got to be out of here in 38 Blah, blah, blah. And you go up, you don't come down here. And I said to him, like, really mean stuff. And I meant it. 
And, you know, she talked, my sisters talked to, to me. And so, I have no So, Valerie, uh-huh. Va- Valerie, you're, you're wanting yeah. prayer? Yeah, you're wanting yeah. prayer for, I'm so glad that that the Lord has worked in you to being sober, and he desires to continue to work in your life, and even work in your life when you're dealing with difficult people. And, you know, you just keep looking to him. And he's the one that, for his people, he says that I'm your defender, I'm your protector, I'm everything that you need. So, Father, I pray for Valerie. She's called for prayer. And I pray that you would just help her to to stay away from the drugs and, Lord, the temptation, um, everything, Lord, that she would um, just be in a place where uh, she's safe, um, away from the temptations, Lord, that you would just fill her heart with your love, and, Lord, that you would strengthen her and also help her during this time with difficult people, Um that you just, um, if it's their family or sister, whoever it might be. And, Lord, I just pray that you would work in her circumstances and to know that, that she would know that you do want to work and that you give her the strength and the wisdom day by day, moment by moment, hour by hour that she needs to live a life for you. You're the one that frees us. You're the one that strengthens us. Free her from the addictions. Free her from just those who try to rob her of her joy, um, who come against her in any way, and to look to you and to grow. And Lord, I just pray that you would um, just give her everything that she needs right now. And um, and I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Valerie? Yeah. We'll, be, we'll continue to pray for you. But listen, you be in a place where you're receiving from the Lord, be in a place where you can be around Christians that can encourage you and bless you, and that you be in a place where, you know, uh, as much as you can, um, just away from, you know, any toxic situations, temptations, and things like that. And that's what I want to pray for. Keep looking to the Lord, okay? He wants to continue working. Okay? God bless you. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is the number to call, and love to talk to you. I got, um, let's see, as we continue on, we have Victoria. Let's go to Victoria and Greeley. Hi, Victoria. Hi, Pastor. How are you today? I'm good. You're on Calvary Live. Hi. I'm calling for a prayer request. I have a cousin that's um, in the hospital in Casper, Wyoming. He has the coronavirus, and... um, He's having some heart problems, too. If you could pray for him, his wife, Debbie, and his children to help him get better, to wake up. We've we've been praying for him. Okay, absolutely. Father, we lift up Michael to you as he's in Casper up in Wyoming. Lord, we just pray that as he has COVID, he has heart issues that you would bring healing to him. This COVID is still around. It's been spreading. Um, Lord, um, I just pray that you would be with the doctors and nurses if you choose to use them to bring healing, give them wisdom. But Lord, you're the ultimate healer. And Lord, I just pray that you would touch him. But I also pray that you'd be with his wife, Debbie, and that you would be with the children as I know they're very, very concerned that you give them peace, that you give them comfort, Lord, that you would just work um, 
we pray for your mercy and grace upon this family and upon Michael. And Lord, that he would heal completely from this COVID. And Lord, I also want to just pray for all those um, that are suffering right now. Um, that Lord, that you would just minister to them, bring healing to them. And Lord, those who are suffering from COVID and in the hospital, and so we just pray that you would work for Michael and his family and just be with Victoria as she ministers comfort and the words that she desires to give would just be a blessing to her family. And so, Lord, um, to her cousin, to all of them, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Victoria, we'll be praying, okay? Okay. Thank you. You bet. Absolutely. God be with you, too. Mm-hmm. 303-690-3000, and, you know, the, the coronavirus is still around, and um, it's still affecting people, and and uh, we need to keep praying, and we need to uh, keep looking how we can w- help people and, and minister to them, and it's been a long journey, hasn't it? But we still want to keep in prayer, so... Um, I believe that we got all open lines right now. We've got a few minutes left. I want to go to the text line. Somebody was praying for healing for um, uh, their brothers, Amando, and who has COVID, and Fred, Alzheimer's disease. And so, Father, we do, as this request came in, we pray for Amando. We pray that you would heal him of the COVID that he's got. And Lord, being with Fred and Alzheimer's disease, just be with him as, Lord, is such a terrible disease. And um, be with the family, be with all of them, touch them, minister to them, strengthen them mentally, physically. Lord, I just pray that you be um, uh, with these two brothers um, as they're struggling, being afflicted. And Lord, that you would just show yourself strong on their behalf. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We had a caller that um, wanted prayer and for uh, fiance, for clarity for him and job and stuff. So, Father uh, Christina, um, we pray for her. We pray for her fiance, for him, uh, for uh, finding a new job. Uh, I pray that you would just work. Um, and that you would just direct him and guide him, give him wisdom. And Lord, as they're looking at perhaps starting a new life together, that um, you would just work in a way that they would trust you and look to you, and that they would rest in your love, knowing that you want to provide. And Lord, I just pray that uh, you would work, help him find a job so uh, that he needs and, and meet their needs. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. A lot of prayer requests. Got a couple minutes left. 303-690-3000. Text line 720-336-0897. And always good to be with you. And um, love to talk to you. While we just got a minute, um, we got Gail in Greeley. Gail? Uh-huh. Hi, Gail. Hey, we only got a couple minutes left, but you wanted to share something? Yeah. Um, hi. I just, hi. Uh, yeah, I have a testimony. Um, huh? I was diagnosed with uh, liver failure in October. 
You still with me, Gail? Yeah, I'm here. And um, and you need you you needed no, a transplant. I'm, I'm still here. No, okay. and my and doctor you... called me and she told me that this is not hmm. the same as what she was looking at, and I was like, "What do you mean?" She said, yeah. "This is a miraculous turnaround." She said, "Your liver's not scarred up anymore," and I was like, "Wow." God is good. I don't know what he? you're doing, school, but. Keep doing it, and I told her, it's bad. Yeah. And she was like, no, just, just keep doing what you're doing. I kept okay. God is no, good. it's God. <laughs> he is God, Gail. Thank you for that. You know, we got about 60 seconds left. So can I pray for you, Gail? And let's just give yeah. him the praise. Lord, I thank you for Gail calling and just wanting to share her testimony. She needed a transplant. She got a call from the doctor saying she no longer needs one. We know that that's a miracle from you. And Lord, she praises you, and she gives you the thank, and, and we thank you that you work in our lives. And Lord, you're working in our lives always. And so we thank you that you're gracious. Um, Lord, just as we read in the, David the praise, that you're gracious in your works, and that you are near to those who call upon you. And so just bless Gail, keep her healthy, in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, Gail. Thanks, everybody else that was part of the show for your calls and for your text messages. God bless you. Be back here tomorrow at the same time. Have a great evening. Stay close to the Lord and know that he is good. God bless you. Good night. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.